Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. They got a run game. Where the hell did this come from? It looks like a good thing. Burrow handing off to Joe Mixon. Mixon, I know what's in Zach's brain. He probably hoped it never would end. Like, can it be sustained? Or is this just a one-game stand? No, man, let me get some hope. Jeep and daddy-yo. A little bit of sauce from Bridget, now we know. We're here for not long, like just an episode. For the number one Bengals podcast, Bengals podcast. Zers, wowzers. That amazing. Fun. I'm not the biggest J. Cole fan, but I didn't want to do it to baby. I do a Carolina it. rapper. A blowout win and then this? This uh, yeah, is the uh, greatest like twenty-four hours of my life. I don't know if I've told you, John, but I'm I'm in addition to being a rock star, I am a rock agent. I am a sports mm. and music agent. And What's if you cut? want to sign with my label, it's fifteen percent standard. Ooh. Yeah. I'll be in touch. Yeah. Welcome to the Number One Bengals Podcast. I'm your host, Daddy McDook. I'm joined as always by Dr. Roger Smoji and John the Brain Sheeran and Bridget the HR Jan Cars. Oh, yeah. And we are basically in the opposite place we were last week because the Bengals had the opposite kind of game. Feels good. Yeah, it does. Victory Monday. Exactly. And the Bengals did something, let's be honest, none of us thought was possible, which was absolutely dominate in the run game. Oh, yeah. I think Carolina is respectable. They have a respectable defensive line. And it was a combination of the run blocking being basically at the level we haven't seen in for the past few years. Oh, yeah. And it was Mixon hitting holes faster. Yes. And, and also yes. exploding out of. Exploding, exploding in the holes. Yes. Better. I mean, he looked like, you know, like a, like a 22, 23-year-old running back. I, I was thinking the same thing, Daddy. It was a real pound-me-in-the-end-zone kind of game. And it was all about penetration. Joe okay. Mixon got a okay. lot of yeah. touches. This is why we have HR. HR. Yeah, exactly. I was like, we're going to have to get some kind of like age approval. Well, I'm just talking about the game. Mm-hmm. I got the game. Right. Perrine saw mm-hmm. some action. Yeah. Yeah. They were just blasting in the holes. It was awesome. Bridget, you were no, at the game. This is concepts, though. What? This, no, never mind. Bridget, you were at the game. I was. Tell us if what we think we saw was what we saw. Uh, oh, that's yes. a very that's a very <laughs> Q anon kind of question. Yeah, I was gonna say there was no like there's no alternative facts here. Uh, this wasn't like a uh, strange did, media. Yeah, because none of the highlights up. none of the highlights had parody next to them, so I figured they were. Real highlights. They're all real. Yeah. They're all real. It was not propaganda by the Bengals organization. I can assure you of that. And you know what was fun? Last year, it felt like we had some of our best games on the road. We had some losses at home. I know there was the the December Baltimore game where we were able to do one of those funny 41 to 17, I think, performances. The last two home games have been beautiful Cincinnati weather, blue skies, ambient temperatures, and just solid offensive performances. And I don't know what the switch has been from last year to this year. 
Um, I, global warming may play a role in that, but our team has just been having themselves a day when they've been playing at home in these one o'clock slots. And so it was, uh, it was pretty fun to watch. Yeah. 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 I mean, John, I, I want to talk to you about the schematics of it all. Yeah. And if there was different scheme or was it physicality or was it motivation after getting embarrassed by the Browns? They said a lot of people said that they took a lot of run designs from the Browns. Yeah, and there was a couple of them. Like they had this one cool play where they pulled the left tackle and left guard and they just had Mixon run behind those guys. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to steal a phrase or a term from Hoji here. Like I think there was a lot of mojo in Joe yeah. Mixon in this game. Like right yeah. from the gate. Like there's this point that gets spread across NFL media, like establish the run, stick to the run, even when it's not working, keep going back to it. And I don't abide to that, right? If it's not working, then it's not going to magically start working if you give them the ball 20 times. It was working right out of the gate. And I think that's the most important thing here. That's ultimately why they just stuck to it because it was consistently working. And you saw them dip into several different bags in this game. It wasn't just strictly out of shotgun. It wasn't out just strictly under center. It wasn't just strictly zone or gap scheme concepts. It was a little bit of everything. It was a smorgasbord of a run game against, like you said, Daddy, a pretty good run defense. Now, Brian Burns and Derek Brown both missed significant time during this game. That definitely had an impact on the quality of the defensive line that they went up against. But it never seemed like at all that the Bengals were losing ground at the point of attack. And Mixon just was running with a purpose for the first time, it seems like, all season. And I really do feel like coming off of bad games, he does end up finding this motivation, whether he's reading the tweets online, he's, he's hearing us talk about him. Whatever gets him going, it clearly worked this week. John, yeah. they're heading into the bye. He's only 26 years old. But we talked, I mean, I really think it's a big deal, John. I mean, he's played behind terrible lines. And he's a physical runner. You know, he's not the guy who avoids contact. So so who got their act together? Mixon or the I, what line? I'm saying is, what I'm or saying the is, line? I think that Mixon... It's a legit question. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not arguing. I'm was saying it Mixon... The, what was, was the difference? To... Was it the line or was it Mixon? Is it, did Mixon just step up? I Mixon, think he did. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's I what think it looked he, like. It looked like it was a different Joe Mixon. I mean, it seemed... John, it seems like there was some sort of meeting and they, they just all seemed like they were on the same page because the line was blocking more decisively. They were more... You know, they were more on the same page. And Mixon knew where the blocks were going to be, and he attacked right away. Yeah. So he had a lot of energy. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't just Mixon. It wasn't I mean, just Mixon. When, when Piran I mean, was in and when Piran yeah. was, was given the but task Piran's of running. Great. Yeah. Well, he's not, though. I mean, the running game was not great much of the season. And, you know, it's funny because... You know, we were complaining last week about Joe Burrow, and I don't know when we're going to talk about my prediction being pretty much almost exact. I had said they were going; it was, the game was going to be forty-one nineteen. I believe it was forty-two twenty-one or something like that. Yeah. But I, I pretty much called this game as I saw it. I knew it was going to be like this, but I had an unfair advantage, you know, because I use right. star charts and all that. Right, but that, you know, yeah. you know, I was saying, when is Joe Burrow going to step up? And you I know mean, what Joe Burrow told me back after the, this game? He said, I'll step up when you give me a run game so that they can't know I'm gonna, what I'm going to yeah. do every down. And, John, the play action that they've been using but wasn't working because there's no run game was looking pretty good. It was. So Here we go. Look at this. Describe it for the podcast listeners. So, so Joe, Burrow, action, Joe yeah. Burrow steps then, back in the pocket and, and then, then he, he throws, he throws the ball. Yeah. yeah. And then Tyler Boyd caught it. Catches it. And he goes out of bounds. Out of bounds. I mean... It doesn't right get, in the middle. 
Right. He did what Aaron Rodgers could John, not do. You know, I liked Trenton Irvin and Trent Taylor and Trentoff Smith. Do we have a Trent? I don't know. But there was all the Trents. Two Trents. And the different two Trents. Just. I feel like, John, I feel like the smaller one who runs around on the little, uh, you know, little, little sweeps, little reverses. Yeah. I like that. I like that little twinkle. It usually doesn't little, work for them. And it started no. working in this game. And no. I think because you just had a consistent attack of Joe Mixon running up the middle, you had guy, you had defenses kind of holding their gaps a little bit. So when you, you know, in, interject that those reverses and the sweeps and like that, you kind of get the, the linebackers and the defensive linemen sinking towards the middle, clears up space on the outside. And I will say the majority of their runs and the majority of their successful runs were behind none other, other than Leo Collins, who had a ninety-three, a eighty-nine point nine, excuse me, run block grade in this game. It was by far his most classic Lel game like this is the Lel that they've signed up for this is the one that they watched tape for six years with Dallas and I will say like running behind him like Mixon wasn't touched within like the first three or four yards uh next to the line of scrimmage at all and I feel like that makes a difference for him because the biggest knock on him has been he doesn't force missed tackles right he kind of goes down to first contact he's not able to make guys miss at the line and combine that with an offensive line that didn't always give him a ton of space to work with it was not a good combination but when he gets down the hill when he gets some momentum I think then you start to see that full athletic profile and the ability to you know create yards after contact and make guys miss so he had his best game in that regard I think that's an important note so Mixon clearly played better it felt like the guy we saw last year who knew how to find those holes or to make guys miss okay so Bridget this is you can't do the same thing as Hoji you can't you can't use the same language you we have higher expectations of you yeah come on go ahead keep it clean he was able to find the gaps gaps you guys are silly he was but I I felt I I'm glad John you mentioned the O-line because what I feel like the six the successful team we see on the field is operating at a high function in every phase and like i think just saying oh mixon can't do this we don't have a run game let's blame joe mixon i feel like seeing even lel's rating like there's something different there joe can't have that kind of day or have a five touchdown day if the offensive line isn't doing enough to block and so this when we were talking or about or when i was talking about earlier in the season when things weren't going well that you couldn't deduce it or reduce it down to one factor i think we're still in that space when we do well it's a multivariate good performance and that's what we saw yesterday and matilda agrees she said in oh, this it sounds half- like it yeah yeah, she's purring she's happy, in quite so I might mood. have to like. She's, she's a real that. Bengals fan. She's happy but, about this win. Well, she loves a good cat fight and kitty battle, and when the Bengals come on top, come out on top, she's pretty satisfied. I will but say, 100, of, yeah, 104 yards after contact, five That's missed amazing. tackles, four point seven three yards after contact per attempt. It's not like like he did a lot of this on his own. And yeah. granted, the offensive line did play well, but I feel like Joe Mixon, like like that ninety point six run grade, like that's a testament to him finally t- making the most of the blocking in front of him. And it's just, it's kudos to him. Making the most of the blocking in front of John. And then when he was in the sp- open, the spaces, he was just gone. I mean, he was, he, he, he was, he looked faster. He looked healthier. I- I'm wondering if he had the lingering injury before that. 
I, or like I said, like I said, John, we've seen it all the time. There are great players and in their bodies are kind of a little bit not what they were. Right. They can get a few great games out of their bodies. That's why I, I disagree. See, I don't think see, this was a one-off. No. No, I'm not saying a one-off. No. What I'm saying is, you know, he used to be able to do this 400, you know, carries a, a season. He used to be, you know, whatever. He, I feel like he's at that point where he, 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 he can have the big games when he really needs to. You know, he can get that. Well, he needs to have them every game. I think they, I just, I just think they need to split carries with Pirine. When they just want to pound the ball and get excuse now penetration, see, I, yeah, yeah. But but I I think that they need Into Mixon. See, Mixon was fantastic in the Super Bowl, for instance. Mixon can make those crazy, you know, he, he can he can do really special things. So I, I think they need to save him for the special plays. I so don't know. so we can talk day and night about the offense, which was incredible. But when you are up like I don't know thirty eight zero or twenty five zero, I don't remember what it was before they scored seven measly points. You also got to talk about that defense. And wow, we were worried about Uwuzie being absent, but the interceptions these guys were getting, I, I don't remember who it was on our show who said, I'm not really worried about the second. Oh yeah, it was me. I had said, I wasn't worried about the secondary and they really stepped up. They showed that this isn't this isn't a, a, a team, a defensive team that depends on one or two players. We have the great players, it's true. But it is the best coached defense in the NFL. And now I think that's what people are starting to realize. The coaching that we got behind Lou Anoromo, who really is, I think, the hidden heart of this team. I think this team's success is about Lou Anoromo. How do you, yeah. you lose? How do you lose DJ Reader? How do you lose, uh, lose Wuzier and yet still put up that kind of performance against the Carolina Panthers? When everybody was talking this is going to be a breakout game, you know, for their new QB and all that. Well, they had they had PJ Walker bamboozled. I mean, they he did. Was, John, we were talking like, oh, he might be able to hold his own. You know, the bad battered secondary. He was three of ten for two touchdowns. Oh, two. They looked amazing. They looked and, amazing. And nine yards passing in the first half. And the thing is, Eli Apple had a solid game. You know, but the rest of the corners, I don't know. We were missing Mike Hilton. Missing so we we Mike Hilton should be back after the bye. DJ Reader could be back soon. Right, it kind of doesn't matter. This and John, this defense is so true, great. This but defense John, is so great. I honestly, I wonder, I'm not afraid of any team. John, this is the same defense that shut down. True, it was with their stars. Shut down the Kansas City Chiefs last well, year. they John, can shut down anybody. No, always, yeah, John. He is a special. He is. He is that guy. They're all special. That DJ everybody. Special. No, if if Awuzie played, if he had signed his deal, you know, the way he was playing now, if he were in the open market, he'd be a top five corner easily. In terms of pay, and I just, I mean, I guess what he's not—he's not going to be back this season, right? Because it's no, he's out no. until no. because ACL's I, I, big so, deal. Well, that's might, my question, John. Because I remember a long time ago playing camp, right? We'll see. That's a long. Way John, I remember a long time ago they had the MCL, and then they added like the PCL, and then the they ACL. just keep adding they, they, they these didn't, MCLs. No. no, but John, here's the thing. No, I just have a question because when they talk about the ACL, they say it's like in the middle. Of the knee, it's just this little thing that it sounds like a like a, what do you call it, a vanity column that you have in the basement. Like it's not necessarily to hold the no. the knee in place, but it's like it helps. It helps, no, but it it's more help. for beauty. These are all needed. There's nothing beautiful about the human knee. It's all basically a function of necessity, and it's at a very vulnerable spot. The knee. John, that's why people people in life yeah. get a lot of knee problems for that reason. Do you John. guys 
do you want me to save you from this this riff that's gone terribly wrong? No. Please. Yeah, okay. I have, um, I have in the last three weeks, yeah. in the last three weeks, Jesse Bates is the second highest graded safety in the NFL. This game specifically, the Bengals had three pressures on PJ Walker and just any Panthers quarterback, including Baker Mayfield. They got next to nothing from their defensive line. Trey Hendrickson got in there a couple times. PJ Walker did some magic things in the pocket that got him out of precarious situations. This game was all on the back seven. And it was playing without two of its best players in Chidabe Wuzier and Mike Hilton. DJ Moore and Philip Walker, PJ Walker, they've had nice moments in the three weeks that they've started to get. Like they're not they're not just out here like not knowing what they're doing. Like they've created explosive plays. And I think that's a testament to how well this back seven played with two new starters and Jalen Davis and Cam Taylor Britt. Now Taylor Britt's played you know, sparingly in the, in the past three weeks or, or so, but he's still a new piece being integrated. The fact that Bates has really, really elevated his game, it shows you how valuable he is when he's making those splash plays. Now now everyone thinks that he's like a, a totally different player. He's playing at a, a, a different level when really you're just seeing the, the exactly. fruits of his labor kind of... Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have to cover up for so many flaws anymore. I mean, he, I mean, he has to cover up for more flaws that we're seeing, we're relying on him more. Right, I mean, with with Reader and Awuzie and all that, we had a more solid defense. Now you see Bates flying all over the place, right? And, so, so when yeah. when do we talk about Trey? When do we talk about Trey Hendrickson? Trey, talk about now. Hendrickson. let's talk about him. Yeah, I love him. Good okay. segue. Is that the yeah? John. He played in the game. He was in. He's game. amazing. He's amazing. He, wasn't, yeah. he didn't just That's play in the game. Say, yeah. He was amazing John. in the game. John, was he amazing? He was okay. He, he was two, okay. He was. You know, play better though. He was just okay. Yeah. He you know, play better. You, you know apple. the thing about Hendrickson, John, is I think he's like the third overall. What is it? Defensive end or something. He's the third highest uh, pass rushing win rate behind Miles Garrett and Michael Parsons. His, his overall PFF yeah. score is pretty high. It's pretty high. Legitimately, wait, hold on. This was like one of the best games I've ever seen Eli Apple play too, by the way. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Do you think this is like a little bit of Eli and Joe Mixon getting inspired or fired up by the hate they're getting? Because both of them Eli Apple gets hate every single day of his life. Yeah. That guy is getting hate on. He was hated the first minute he came to the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, he's a little mouthy on social media But but he was amazing. He was amazing last year and yet still people don't believe in him. I love it. He's the kind of guy, he's the kind of kid who always got, you know, picked on in school, the administration, the faculty, everybody would pick on that kid. And yet he doesn't care. He just does his own thing. I love Eli Apple. Like I've, been an yeah. Eli, I've been an Eli Apple fan for about a year now, and I just love that. About guy. a year and two months after me, yeah. I want to actually have another question. I guess it's for everybody here. Yeah. So, as you know, I try to keep track of all the different Bengals podcasts out there and document their weaknesses and all that. Um, obviously, because I want to help them improve, you know, that's, yeah. Yeah. It's not you want to yeah. Yeah, take it into the end zone with them. That yeah. Is and not what you're doing, and I came up, ac- continue. I came across one called the morning growl. And morning it was interesting. Prowl. Yes, prowl. exactly. And, uh, and so basically, I'm sitting there and I'm listening to this podcast. And oh, I don't know where that came from, but and I see someone looks familiar. Someone who is usually on our show, and they seem to have deviated, and they seem to have. This person sounds like a horrible human being. Horrible. 
portable. Just judging by the music. Yeah, and uh, really, really, they, they, they had the nerve to come back to our ranks and pretend to still be loyal to the Norman Bengals podcast. But that is basically all I had to say about that. So congratulations. Wow. You, Bridget was on the morning prowl. Yeah. I was on the morning prowl for a couple weeks. They're good, good, fun friends. And everyone should check them out for a Sunday morning show. And she has defected to them permanently. You know, basically. you know, Bridget, that that's the second. Bridget, that's the second time he's used that song for you. The first time oh, he was. Oh, that's true. The yeah. first one was the Regine. That's the Bridget song. You were in New, Actually, New Orleans. Actually, it's saved as the Bridget song. Yeah, I you were in New it. Orleans. And he sort of painted you out to be some sort of basically like, you know, revolutionary type person. I had the, the evidence is pretty damning. Yeah. I have the pictures, yeah. Yeah, that raising the flag over Bourbon Street was... You gotta, be, you gotta watch out. There's cameras everywhere. I know. I know. No, the, the morning prowl was really fun to hang out on and stay tuned for other updates. Like other podcasts are also fun. I mean, when you don't work with tyrants. You know, John, I think you were talking about the bye week and what yeah. we can look forward to. What does the bye week really mean for the Bengals at this stage? Does it help them at all? I don't think anyone's going to heal. I think everybody who's out yeah, is going to stay Chase out. Chase could be back. I don't think yeah. so. He's broken a hip, man. You don't, we'll you don't come back from a hip. Yeah. You, you know something, John? No, I don't. No one really knows anything. They said Joe Burrow said he could be back. Yeah, I mean. Burrow said that? Is he a doctor? I, what does he know about He's surgery? a doctor of my heart. That's not of your hip. No. Wait, John, you said about Burrow. I remember you said he surgically you know, who played and dissected the defense. You've used these terms before. Yeah, surgical yeah, maneuver. The, 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 those are words, yeah. yeah. You have said those words. Mm-hmm. DJ but, Reader uh, could be back. He's DJ been Reader out since be week back, yeah. four with a knee injury. Okay, and so the bye could have... I would love to see DJ Mike Hilton's Reader back. probably going to be back. He just had pinky surgery, which is interesting. Well, but and, that, that too yeah. takes at least a month. No, Pinky I mean, surgery he, would take no. a month to heal at no. least. Maybe no. your pinky. Well, any human pinky is going to take about a month to heal. I mean, it's just that's just how a, a pinky works. You can play through it. <laughs> I play through her fingers all the time. Like that's a, that yeah, we'll, kind of. We'll, we'll give him a that, club. You know, you just walk, walk around like this. Because you know, <laughs> in a way, the stakes are high when they come back. I mean, if the Bengals lose to the Steelers twice in the same year, then they whether we go to the, the whether we go to the playoffs or not, I can consider which, this year a loss. Speaking of which, who would you like to see? From the Steelers fan base or whatever to be on our show. Oh, Tell God, it's easy. Comments. Mark Bergen, done. Well, well, yeah. well. He's my best friend. Say. Yeah. Mark, if you're out there, please, I need you on the show. You bring the magic. Maybe Mark so Bergman, I, I'm talking to you. And which rapper who has no ties to any homeland would you like to see John impersonate over the bye week? Easy. Young MC. Okay. The fastest rapper in the West. MC is great. John, do you know I, Young MC? Yeah. I, I do not know, but I'm about to do a tribute to Takeoff. Rest in peace. That's right. Okay. Okay. That is actually. Let kind the of, artist do his art. He kind of basically found a case of what I was saying. He's right now, he's in a different kind of extraterrestrial place. Yeah. You need to do a Jack Harlow. Is that his name? The dude from Louisville? The Pirates of the Caribbean? Oh. No, that was so, Jack Sparrow. Okay. Look, you gotta, you gotta throw Look. it to like 
the Kentucky root. I mean, it's are there Kentucky rappers? I didn't know that. There's a guy named Jack Harlow who I only learned about when he hosted SNL last week. Yeah, John, did you ever host of SNL? That must have been terrible. There, there's he was there. He was probably the musical guest. John, he was both. Oh really, Mm. John? Do you ever listen to Oakland rap? And if so, do you know the artist named Too Short? I do not know Too Short. We were we were friends way back in the day. He's a very good rapper. Very good. I think. uh, I think positive messages. I I think John was in elementary when we were dancing to Too Short. Well, I I didn't really dance to it. In the old days, we used to play it in the car really loudly, and the car would just move with the beat. I was very in tune for a second grader. I probably would have known who he was. He probably would have known. Yeah. He was, he's a very Oakland rapper. He didn't. A lot of people outside of Oakland do not know Too Short. A positive message not. for all the kids about, you know, women and life. And very positive guy. Very, very HR. Very yeah, HR. Very HR. So, look, we don't need to talk about any other games until next week. Good. But, look, Josh Allen of the Bills. It's very, very concerning situation. Is he hurt? He got a bad elbow. He lost his elbow, yes. He lost no, his he elbow. He lost lose his it. elbow. Where'd it go? Well, they... Stone his body. <laughs> oh, perfect. A little damaged. I didn't know Josh think... was hurt. Man, that's that's really bad for the Buffalo Bills. It is. It is. I, I mean... really like that team. You know, I would hate to play them. I would hate for us to have to play them. But I like the Bills. I think they deserve a win in the playoffs. They do. They do. As long but... as they're not playing us. Right. I don't know if the Bengals are going to make the playoffs. Let's, let me be frank. So I'm kind of like the, the, the pressure's off for me. I hate to tell you guys that, but I don't know if the Bengals are going to make the playoffs. This that year. doesn't sound like a prediction. I need a, one way or the other. I need you to make a prediction. Bengals will be or won't be in the playoffs? Yeah. I predict they will not. Well, let me tell you something. I predict that they will, and they're going to win at least two playoff games. Uh, I'm just saying that because I don't know what the rules of the playoffs are anymore, but they're going to win enough to win the Super Bowl. But also, oh, I predict oh, wait, that wait, wait, we wait, wait, are wait, wait, going wait. to get I got, at I... least two more patrons. We got a yeah. new patron last week. Ooh. A speedy man, speedy man. WCC. Everybody knows a speedy man. He joined the Jamar Chase tier. We love you, speedy. And, and these are our loyal patrons. They don't patronize other podcasts. We love that you patronize us. Patronize in the morning or different times of the day. They no. stay loyal. They stay to loyal to the line, the party line. Party line. So would I wonder if patrons and non-patrons would put in the comments, be honest, from the bottom of your heart, do the Bengals make it to the playoffs and how far do they get uh, right. in the playoffs? What and is your prediction? Make your prediction now and justify that, it. Put that. Evidence. Put who you want and from cite the your Steelers. sources. Who to represent the Steelers? And also, John... Okay, John has his rapper, but for the Steelers, what Pittsburgh rapper do you want John to do? I don't think there are rappers. I only know one. Also, tell us about... There's a black and yellow guy, John. Yeah, I might do just just do Wiz, yeah. Yeah. And then also, John, I want everybody to tell us if they are are or not a patron. Share that. Okay, you're just going to keep adding things. And then also, if they're subscribed, and if they're not, how... Can they subscribe? Yeah. Yeah. If they know the answer. And if you smash the like button, which you should have, tell us why you did. And if you didn't, tell us why you didn't. Exactly. Except if it's me. If it's me, don't say it. Yeah. Say it's daddy-o. Yeah. And And also, yeah, Yeah. be careful when you use words like smash and penetrate. People get really sensitive on this show. Yes. And lastly... (laughs) 
Tell us if you follow John's articles on CityJungle.com and you follow him on Twitter, you follow Bridget on Twitter, and you follow Hoji on Twitter. And also, if you subscribe to the Number One Bengals podcast on Believe, on YouTube, everywhere that you find your free information. Yeah. It's about to have 2,000 comments. And really, Bridget and Dadio, I'm Dadio. Bridget and Hoji and John, that's all we have. See you next time. So long, sweetie. Bye. And we need to tell someone it's T-O-O. That's too short. Yeah, from Oakland. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.